0: It's me again, Megan, and welcome to my podcast. Last episode, I kind of talked about highs and lows of last year. I kind of just talked about, like, how I feel like I'm in a better place a year from now. But even though I did come off as, like, you know, super happy, all that stuff, like, grateful for where I am, like, I still have low moments. And that's what I've been kind of dealing with ever since that last episode so maybe for like the past two to three weeks as i'm sitting down and recording this i'm having an allergic reaction i was literally thinking about this at work today so usually i take like a zyrtec every single day since last year this started happening like end of june i remember waking up in bed and i just had these like they looked like bites i thought literally they were like bed bugs or something but it turned out they were hives and they just appeared out of nowhere like sometimes if I was just like in a different location if I sat on someone's bed if I laid in someone's bed that wasn't mine or even my bed now if it's like kind of dusty I'll break out into hives or like if I eat something I don't really know what causes it sometimes when I have Asian food or like I've gone out and gone tacos and I will break out into hives randomly um I don't know if it's because like the food has been cooked in like an oil or something I have no idea but sometimes I will just break out into hives after it and I can feel it coming on because parts of my body will start getting like really hot or I'll start getting like itchy so since I don't remember when I found out. I think I went to the doctor a few months ago, and she told me to take Zyrtec every day. Dude, I didn't even know what was going on because I went to Vegas last September, and one of the nights, we got Panda Express, and after I ate Panda Express, my whole back broke out into hives. My face got a little bit puffy, and it was not it. I took a Benadryl, and then we went to the club. Uh, not my favorite moment L- wish I had known that I could have just taken Zyrtec every day um also the Benadryl made me tired so like it happened in Vegas like other times like I'd be hanging out with people I'd start having an allergic reaction I'd take a Benadryl and then I would have to pass out in like an hour because it, it makes you drowsy um Zyrtec doesn't make you drowsy so that's good but today at work I was thinking about and I was like I don't think I've taken medicine, like allergy medicine in a few days. And I was like, hmm, I wonder when I'll start breaking out into hives. And then I got home and I laid in bed for a little bit and my head started getting like really itchy. And I was like, oh no, it's coming. And now my, like my eyes a little bit puffy. There's like literally a hive on my eyelid. So that's fun. It's bad when like you take, Okay, it's not bad. It's better if you take the allergy medicine before you start breaking out into hives. So like a preventative measure, because now I'm just waiting for it to kick in and I'm like really itchy and my hives aren't going away. So that's just what I've been dealing with. My doctor just said to take allergy medicine every day and hopefully it'll go away at some point. It's kind of just like she said it was just like chronic hives. It's not like I'm allergic to a food or something specifically it's just like i could be allergic to a ton of things or i just i don't know she just called it chronic hives which is just annoying because i've never had allergies before like not to food or anything so it's kind of new for me okay not even super new i've been it's been almost a year but yeah love getting these hives i just took a little break um from the podcast i went and had dinner Then watched an episode of Criminal Minds. My swollen eye, like my hived out eye has gone down. It feels a little bit more normal. But anyway, so I started watching Criminal Minds like sophomore year of college. I watched all 12, the first 12 seasons that were on Netflix. It took a while. I don't even know. A year or more, I'm pretty sure. I would watch it with my mom. But I just checked out Hulu and they have the last three seasons, but my Hulu has ads. So yesterday when I was working out at the gym with my friend, I told her, I was like, guess what? I'm finally going to be able to finish Criminal Minds. And then she's like, oh wait, you have the Hulu subscription, right? Like you're going to have ads. And I was like, yeah. She gave me the password to her Paramount Pictures Plus thing. I didn't even know that was another subscription source. There's so many different subscriptions out there. There's like Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Paramount+, uh, HBO Max. Like, I don't know how people can afford all these things. But yeah, I'm just excited to actually be able to finish Criminal Minds. I've been watching it by myself for like the past few nights and it's kind of scarier than I remembered. I remember I like last night after I took a shower I had my glasses on and I was walking back to my room and just like in the corner of my eye I thought I saw something but it was literally like the side of my glasses like the lens of my glasses and I was just like tripping myself out. But anyway what I wanted to talk about in this episode were like the highs and lows of life and then also a little bit of what I've learned from self-help. I don't know, I'm just gonna throw that in there. But I think, as I mentioned earlier, like, in the last episode, I was like, oh, yeah, like, my life is really cool right now. I'm, like, happy, all that stuff. But as I also said in the last episode, life is just a bunch of up and downs. And I feel like in the last two to three weeks, I haven't been feeling the best... But, you know, you you can't always be super happy. But, I don't know. I've just been feeling, like, a little antisocial. I think May has been a weird month for me. I haven't hung out with my friends as much as I used to. But that's honestly changing this coming week and next week. But, yeah. The last two to three weeks... I was kind of feeling pretty lonely, and I missed social interactions with my friends. I think part of the reason was the friend who I always work out with, she couldn't work out for like a week, so I was going to the gym by myself, which is, it's fine. Like, I'm I'm fine doing that by myself, but I really enjoy having someone there to work out with. Sometimes I get a little bit intimidated, which is stupid because it's like, everyone's at the gym like no one's even freaking looking at you they're probably looking at themselves in the mirror you know and then on the weekends I kind of just stayed home and I was not productive for like the last two weekends I'm just used to like jam-packing my life with things and that's not what I've been doing I'm probably having a more balanced life and I just need to readjust and get used to it I started feeling a little bit better last week um I took Wednesday off from work because I was supposed to have jury duty but I actually didn't even have to go into the court Uh, I got an email and I was like oh the bailiff is just gonna call you if they actually need you to come in but I had already taken the day off so I was like okay I didn't get paid for it so I didn't take advantage of any system I just had the day off and I saw my cousin and then I studied with my other friend and it was you know social interaction was really nice may has just been a weird month like i think in april just so much drama happened (laughs) and may has been a real detox from that it's been stable it's been really chill i've had time to myself to like think get stuff done i i finished the real estate tests i just have to actually study for the real one now i applied to a few internships apprenticeships that are super competitive i didn't even want to tell anyone who they like what company or anything because i was like you know not trying to get anyone's hopes up don't know if i'll hear anything back so i'm just keeping that under lock i think that's what i'm gonna do from now on because unless someone's helping me like look for a job because I don't know. It's not like rejection is embarrassing and stuff like that. I just don't want to tell people like all these things about my life and then have them not work out. You know, I think it's better just to like wait and see what happens. If I have news, then then I'll let people know. That is so unlike me though. I kind of noticed it when I went to brunch with my friends because they were asking like more questions about like guys or like what I was applying to and stuff like that. And I was like, eh, you know, I don't know if I want to talk about it. Like I don't want to mention this. And I think I've been more reserved now. I just I guess I don't feel the need to talk about everything like I used to. But yeah, that's a that's a personality change for me. I feel like this episode has just turned into a life update again, but it's not. This is highs, lows and self-help, okay? Um When I first started recording this episode a few weeks ago, I was- my lows were so stupid. My lows were about my fucking haircut, the clothes that I bought, like, gaining weight, and not being okay with my body, and- honestly now with what's just happening in the world i'm just like reflecting on this and i'm just like why am i bitching about these like tiny little things that are literally insignificant when there's huge things happening in the world right now that are devastating and uh, i'm upset i mean we should all be upset i'm not trying to get political but i just have some views that just need to be put out there i just don't think i can release like this episode and just completely not acknowledge what is happening in the world (sighs) just with everything going on in the united states i ugh, i i hate having debates on this all the time i have honestly stopped having debates on some of these topics because i just find it so draining sometimes to try to convince people of like our side of the argument but i kind of just want to acknowledge my viewpoint on women's rights in the united states and um just acknowledge what happened in texas recently with the shooting in the elementary school i just can't imagine living in the world and not having access to abortion because my whole entire life that was never an issue you know like uh... I don't know, I'm just so frustrated right now. The fact that they're trying to overturn, like, legal abortions, that doesn't make any sense. Like, at the end of the day, it should be a woman's choice. And I hate how I've seen some Republican news sources, or just, like, right-winged news sources, that are just saying, why does this have to be something that is regulated by the federal government why can't states decide you know because it it makes more sense for states to decide because they really represent their people okay why don't you take that a step further right if you want your state to represent your people why don't you let the woman who's actually going through this decide for herself okay that makes a hundred percent more sense going with your logic i know that even if it does get overturned i may not be like directly affected or like impacted right away just because i live in a state that's very liberal and cares about like access to abortion but just thinking about all the other women who this will affect and impact is just so freaking frustrating for me it's just so unfair And then in terms of gun control and all of the freaking mass shootings that are happening in the United States, why not have some regulation? I just feel like everything is so corrupt. Like, not even corrupt, but just the people in power, the people making the decisions are not doing what the people want. They're just doing whatever, like, makes them money. There's avoiding the actual problem, being like, oh, gun control. No, 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 no. That's not the actual problem. Like, let's not make it political. Let's not actually talk about guns. Like, oh, I'm heated. I'm so freaking heated. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry for the rant. I just really had to acknowledge that. And then when I was editing this video, I was just listening to all the things I was complaining about. And I'm I couldn't take it. I was like, why? Why am I complaining about these things when all of this stuff is happening in the world? Like, it's insignificant. But yeah, I guess I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to continue the episode with the rest of the stuff that I had recorded about what I've learned from self-help. Somehow, all this shit is just going to have to come together. Yeah, I don't know. Just thinking about everything that i was complaining about with everything happening in the world today i was like i really just need to practice gratitude and what i have in my life like i need to be thankful for that and realize like even if i'm having a funk even if i'm like having some periods in my life where i'm bored like at least i'm safe at least you know i i'm still alive Okay. Yep. That was the interruption. And now back to the regular episode I had previously recorded. It's also super important to practice, like being grateful for things, thinking about that, acknowledging that in your life, because you kind of are like your reality is basically like your thoughts. Right. And if you're always thinking about those low moments, you're going to be stuck in that mindset. So it's very important to acknowledge the good things in life so I also wanted to talk a little bit about self-help uh (laughs) I think for the longest time I thought self-help was such bullshit I remember like in high school like seeing these books on like improving your life you know like grinding all that stuff I was like why do you need that like it just sounds stupid (laughs) Haha, <laughs> but like, guess what I turned to when I was having those low moments in the summer? Yep, self help. Right there. What I started listening to first was actually Emma Chamberlain's podcast where she talked about dealing with anxiety. And then, I mean, that's not necessarily self help, that was just like a. Problem. She doesn't focus on self help, but that's where it kind of started. And then after that, I found this other podcast called On Purpose by Jay Shetty. I love him. I was listening to him for the longest time. And then after listening to, like, a couple different podcasts, I started reading some books. I, I read Think Like a Monk, Jay Shetty, um, Atomic Habits. What else was there? Oh, I was reading The Defining Decade too. I'm looking at my Goodreads account because it has all the books I read. Oh, I read Attached. That was about different attachment styles. Clarity and Connection. That was actually poetry, but I think it was, like, helpful for me. Why Men Love Bitches. Mm. Very insightful. I liked it. Mm. Now I'm reading, like, this essay's book. But I'm kind of getting a little tired of self-help because how much can I really help myself? You know, I think right now I've, I've learned a lot from it. Um, It's kind of hard for me to get more help because I feel like a lot of it I've already learned. Like when I read Atomic Habits, I was, I didn't like it because I felt like it was just like a repetition of all the things I had already heard. But I think a lot of people do like it if it's like the first self-help book they've read. But it's kind of funny because I think a lot of what people say, or like what's written in self help books, is so freaking obvious. But you kind of don't realize it until someone like says it to you. Like the book I'm reading right now just kind of describes it in the best way possible. So this is what it says. It's like. I think for me, hearing self-help is like hearing something a dozen times and then finally understanding what it means only when it becomes the answer to a problem you have. Sometimes like I'll read something or someone will tell me something and it just like unlocks something in my brain, like a different perspective on the situation or the problem I'm dealing with. I have a few specific examples of this that have happened in my life. One instance I remember was I was talking to my very close friend, Jason, and this was when I was having some, like, relationship problems and I was talking to him about it and he was trying to help me, like, decide, not decide, like, help me form, like, my argument because I was, like, scared to bring up the problem, like, I didn't know how to approach it and he was like, well, this is what you can do. You can either you have this conversation and if they don't respond in the way you want to then you break up with them or you stay like there's only two options and he'd be like you can't stay if you can't fi- if you figure this out like you're letting your boundaries being like stepped over and whatever but the main point that like i remember he said this to me and i just like was like holy shit like how did i not know this he was basically just saying like he just told me that i didn't like love myself or value myself because if i if i cared about myself if i loved myself if i valued myself i wouldn't let myself be treated like this because it was just like so painful like my boundaries weren't being respected i wasn't being respected so for him to just like tell me that i didn't love myself i was like oh my god wait that makes so much sense because Why am I allowing myself to be treated like this? Another statement that really rocked my world was when I was having an argument with my friend. He just straight up told me. This was the second time he told me to. He was like, I don't care how you feel. I don't care how you feel and I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, despite how that makes you feel and I that just kind of like shocked me because I was like damn it really told it really took someone to tell me that they didn't care about me for me to realize that I should not be here like I should not be a particip- a participant in this relationship because I could have seen through multiple actions before that like they didn't care about my feelings, but I had to wait until someone freaking said it straight to my face. Like, am I really, like, why do I do that? But yeah, that was another thing that rocked my world. And then the last example of something that should have just been obvious to me, but I didn't realize, was I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast about anxiety, and she kind of just described how, like, What is the worst thing that can happen to you, right? The worst thing that can happen to you is that you die. Okay, also, wait. Just, like, I'm not a therapist or anything. Like, if you actually have some problems, you should go see someone. But I'm talking about... This is what held me for my anxiety, okay? But basically, she was like, what is the worst thing that can happen to you? Is that you die, right? And you're thinking... And the thing that's giving you anxiety, literally... The anxiety is the worst part. the actual event that happens that's leading that's causing you the anxiety like probably won't end up being that bad. The worst part is like what is approaching it, and like having this anxiety is making you relive something two times, like you have to go through the anxiety, which is like horrible, and then you have to go through the actual event that's causing you anxiety, so that's just like overload. Of horrible freaking emotions. So whenever I do have anxiety, which doesn't happen that often anymore. I think I just had it in that specific relationship. So that's good. But if I ever do feel like a little bit of anxiety come in, I just have to like just check myself and like remind myself that, you know what, like you don't need to worry about this. You don't need to worry about this. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And we don't need to relive this thing twice. I'm going to stop thinking about it. It's going to be okay. I know that's not going to fix everyone's anxiety problem. And I still have some. But it's helped me a lot. Like, I feel like it's reduced my anxiety a little bit more. I'm able to, like, hone in. Hone in? Just, like, mm-hmm. I think it makes it easier for me to deal with, like, my emotions in it and anxiety. Okay, now I'm just going to go into like a general list of other things I've learned from all the self-help stuff that I've read and listened to. And one of those things is the importance of habits. So habits are just things you do consistently without like really having to think about it. So your habits actually like take up the majority of your day. So that's why it's so important to work on your habits. And make them, like, productive and useful. And that's because they take up the majority of your life. So that's something that I think, like, a monk, like, Jay Shetty focuses on a lot is the importance of habits. Atomic habits also focuses on that. But... Um, It's also another important thing is, like, doing things you need to do even when you don't feel motivated because you're not always going to, like, feel motivated or passionate about something, you know? It's not just about talent. It's about, like, committing to growth, right? Because think about it. Like, how often do you get, like, that rush of feeling motivated or, like, passionate about something, you know? It doesn't happen every single day it doesn't happen every week it doesn't happen every month but you just need to focus on creating habits that like go towards the lifestyle you want and that kind of leads to the next thing like you need to start like embodying and practicing like being the person you want to be so let's say like you know you want to be like a gym girl But you don't think you can do that. You're like, oh my god, she's like buff. She's lean. Like, I want to be like her. You just have to start embodying that person. So what do you do? You start going to the gym once a week, twice a week. You can literally be anyone you want to be. Like, you can change. You aren't like a stagnant being. You're adaptable to different things. So that's like the difference between having like a fixed versus like a growth mindset. And I've kind of noticed this, like, within some of my family. So having a fixed mindset is just being like, oh, like, there's no way that I could ever be that gym girl. You know, I'm, I just go home and I lay in bed and that's the way it's always going to be. But a growth mindset is like, no, like, I'm not good at something. I'm going to work on that. I noticed this recently with, like, my aunt and my mom. I think it was my aunt's birthday and we were in the kitchen baking together and we were making shakoy which is this Philippine it's like a filipino fried donut and i was making it with my aunt in the kitchen and i was like why didn't you used to make this because it was like my grandma's specialty and another one of my aunt's specialty and it was kind of like each aunt or uncle would kind of specialize in a food and they would bring that food to a party over and over again But no one really, like, crossed over and tried, like, making what a different aunt or uncle made, right? And I was just, like, talking to my aunt, and I was like, why didn't you ever make this before? Or, like, why didn't you bake before? And she just told me she was like, oh, I just didn't feel like I was good at it. I didn't think I could ever be good at it. And I just looked at her and I was like, "No. Like no. This can't this can't be like the mindset we have." And so I looked at her and I told her I was like, "Well, you know, you'd like you're not going to be the best at something like the first time you try it, but that doesn't mean you're always going to suck at it. Like you just have to keep practicing and at some point you're going to be better at it, you know?" By the way, we didn't suck at baking it, okay? Like it was actually really good. Another thing that I've learned from self-help is, like, you need to find happiness in the now. Like, you can't just think that you're going to be happy once you achieve something. And happiness doesn't just come from the career you want or making more money. You have to be, like, at peace with yourself and realize that you can have happiness at any point in your life. It isn't something that, you know, you finally get that job and, wow, you're just, like, happy all of a sudden another thing I've learned is you can't wait for something to save you or change your life because in the summer when I was really depressed and sad that's what I kept thinking was gonna happen like I was praying to God and I was like please just just save me just like send me something like just just I need change in my life but Nothing is coming. Like you need to do things to have a better life. You need to do you need to change your life if you want a better life. If you're not happy, there needs to be some form of change happening. And you're going to have to be the one putting in that work for yourself. And the last two things that I want to share that I've learned from self-help have to do with like judgment. So one of them has to do with jealousy. Basically, what I've learned is that when you're jealous of someone, like don't use that energy or signal to tear someone else down. When you're jealous of someone, like that is kind of a signal that, like you kind of want to be more like them. You want what they have right? And so start studying the people you are jealous of. And if you want to be more like them, start imitating what they're doing. Why are you jealous of them? Are you jealous of them because they're successful? Look at how they got there and see how you can like imitate or like maybe follow that path. And one of the last important things that I have learned from self-help is how we are basically our biggest critic. Like, we always think that other people are judging us, but that's kind of us projecting our own, like, insecurities out into the world to, like, stop ourselves from doing what we want to do, right? Like, you're scared to do something because you're scared of other people's judgment. No one cares enough to judge you, or if they do have some kind of judgment towards you, they're probably only thinking about it for like three seconds. Everyone's way too focused on themselves. Well, that's pretty much all I have for this podcast today. So thanks for listening to the life update, the lows, and about all the self-help stuff I have learned. So thank you and have a good rest of the month. Maybe talk to you soon. Okay? Bye!